0: Let's dump this truck Back it up, back it up Let's
1: dump this truck
0: Hello and welcome to Bad Romance I'm Jordane Searles
1: And I'm Bronwyn Isaac And we're back We're back We missed you, we love you Thank you for hanging out with us again We're starting off I wouldn't even say the fall, it's October We're starting off this cold time yeah, together. the cold, the cold times. Yeah, it's the cold times. And so it seems appropriate to get back into the rom-coms, right? Yes, yes,
0: back back into the rom-coms. Now we've been we've been gone for a bit. I feel like we should say something about that, and I guess I could start. I was with a person for 5 years. I was engaged with them for 2 years. They appeared on the podcast many times and that <laughs> is over. Yeah, They will not appear on the podcast again. I do not talk to that person anymore. No hard feelings. Everything is good. And I am currently fucking three different people. That's what's
1: up at this <laughs> time.
0: There are others in line, so we'll see. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it's beautiful for me. I've finally got a hotation.
1: We love that. We love that for you. I love a hotation. <laughs> I love a hotation. I, don't, I feel like my arc is less... Maybe less exciting. I am with the same person. I, I did go back to the West Coast for a month, so I saw some family, I saw some friends. I was in Seattle, I was in Portland, did all of that jazz, just got back from there. You know, so we we both like just did some time adjusting our lives a little, and here we are. And I'm so excited to hang out again.
0: Yeah, I I missed you a lot. And this is also your first time in my new apartment.
1: I know, and it's so cute. I want all you listeners to know, it's it just as cute as the photos that you saw on Twitter if you saw Twitter photos? I'm yeah. loving the layout. I'm loving the vibe. And, uh, of course, I brought weed from Seattle, so, you of know. Of course. it's Obviously. It's,
0: it's a beautiful time. <laughs> yeah, I live in Brooklyn now, which I wanted to for a while now. I dropped my phone because I am high, and it's fine.
1: That's my fault. I'm very sorry to the listeners. I facilitated the high this time. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> no. It was it was
0: it was very necessary. I think. Yeah. So I yeah. I live in Brooklyn now. I live in a studio apartment. I'm obsessed with it. Like I've finally gotten past the furniture stage, and now I'm getting ready to start hanging things on the wall and painting. Ooh,
1: okay, we love that. Yeah.
0: It's it's going to be a fun time and I'm getting, you know, trying to get to know my single self. I have not been single since I was 24 years old.
1: Whoa. That's major.
0: (laughs) That's major. This is, yeah. (laughs) And even then, like I was only like, um, I, I do like a bit where I say that I have not been single for longer than six months in my life. And that's true. Yeah. So this is like a really big deal I mean it hasn't been six months yet So who knows I might be married
1: by next year But right now I'm not Right now you're not Right now you're enjoying the single life You're doing yourself. You're like hanging out with people. You're hanging out with yourself. You're making things. And I love that.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to make reference to people that I'm sleeping with, but I'm not going to say their names. I have nicknames for everyone. Yes. And you will know if I'm serious about a person because (laughs) I'll start saying their name. But until that happens, these are just some people. They're just some people
1: and they know that about themselves. So they're. Oh, yeah. No, they they are 100 percent aware. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love that. I think, I mean, like, this is Bad Romance Podcast, right? Like, we're unpacking romantic comedies every week. That is the genre. It's about love. It's about sex. It's about dating. So to have a little bit of that in the personal aspect of the hosting, I think, adds to the stakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, People can listen and be like, oh, Jordane just actually upgraded this person to a name okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i guess now i am in my own rom-com yeah so i can't wait to give you guys updates on that it's been very fun for me everyone that i have been dating is not annoying which is fantastic i'm really it's
1: fantastic it. and like harder to do than it sounds it really sure. is i've been really good at picking <laughs> yeah. yeah i feel like you've been like really doing the work great taste great people We Mm love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Men, women, everybody. Everybody.
0: Everybody's getting a piece. Everybody's getting a piece of the pie. (laughs) So we thought that it would be good to have our return episode just be us talking about Bridget Jones's diary, because like mainly I came up with the idea because I feel like Bridget Jones right now. Like that yeah. is where I am. Like I like I was watching like a, like clips from Bridget Jones um, a couple of days ago. I did not remember to watch the movie before this because I've been very high but it's a movie that I've been watching for so much of my life and I just realized that like there's a part in Bridget Jones where she opens her fridge and there's nothing there except like some like molding cheese and so she cuts the mold off the cheese so that she can eat it and like I had a moment where I opened my fridge and there was just nothing in there and I was like oh my god this is me now
1: yeah you're like this is my Bridget Jones (laughs) moment like am I which song from the soundtrack am I going to listen to right now to just commemorate this shit and make it real.
0: And just like, I was like drinking wine alone, watching movies. And I was just like, Oh my God. Cause I really never thought that I would even have that kind of experience because I've been dating like consistently for, since I was 19 years old, I've like always had someone like I have not been. So it's like to be 29, which I, I turned 29 this summer. And to be like, oh shit, this, this experience that I never thought that I was going to have, I'm having it now.
1: Yeah, totally. You're like, wait, I didn't, I didn't anticipate this
0: no not at all i never thought that i would be and it's not that there's anything wrong with like bridget jones's situation i fucking love bridget jones's diary i fucking it's a great movie like i feel like it doesn't even really need a ton of introduction it's bridget jones's diary it's a fucking classic it's a movie that is 20 years old yeah like it's just we've done the seek one of the sequels to it on here already so it's like you know yeah you know and it's It's taken on this whole new life for me because it's like I understand it so much better now. I felt like I understood it before, but the level that I understand it on now is like
1: really major. Can I ask, like, what aspect of Bridget Jones do you think you relate the most to now? Just
0: little things that she does, like when she tries to throw a dinner party and she's trying (laughs) to cook and like she's fucking it up like i have not tried to throw a dinner party yet but i will and i guarantee yeah. you that i will fuck it up and so they were just like like stuff like that like trying to decide you know how much she enjoys her own like company alone time you know the time that she spends with her diary i've been journaling a lot like her also um worrying I really really um identify with the way that she worries about like Colin Firth affirming her body because I mean so much of her insecurity with like Darcy is that she just feels like Darcy isn't gonna want someone with a body like mine and I totally understand that
1: yeah yeah totally
0: I mean I have a much better relationship with my body than Bridget Jones but that doesn't mean that I don't like have moments, right? Where you're just like in bed with a guy and you're looking at him and you're looking at yourself and you're comparing each other. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? And
1: (laughs) you're comparing like really different bodies, but it, it doesn't matter in your brain at that moment because it's just like whatever your brain is telling you about yourself, like whatever your brain is telling you about bodies and value and attraction and all of these things. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's so much of that. And it's also, I think the part that I'm relating to most like at the moment is, you know, because Bridget Jones, it's very much like, you know, it's Pride and Prejudice. It's essentially just an update of Pride and Prejudice. So Darcy's whole thing is that he he's he's the prejudiced one because he kind of like Even though he considers himself, like, a man of the people, you know, he's very, you know, he's very rich, he acts rich, he's very, like, uh, focused on appearances and, like, how things look and, like, you know, he isn't really good at like reading like social cues from like regular people and like all of that stuff. Yeah. It's very similar to the Darcy in the book. And then of course you have (laughs) a Cleaver who is um, Wickham in the, in Pride and Prejudice where it's like, he's kind of like dashing. He's way more forward with you, like in terms of intimacy and he seems like the more exciting one and the better one, just because of how direct he is, right, totally, and, and also, you know, um, and you know, Bridget is the pride, as in like Bridget's whole issue, and a big issue in Pride and Prejudice, the book is like people not asking like direct questions yes. <laughs> She just makes a lot of assumptions and then yep.
1: refuses to. Like, consider that she might be wrong about something. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she creates whole narratives in her head. I thought it was actually really interesting. This rewatch for me, because, like, yeah, I've seen, I don't even know how many times I've seen this movie at this point. Like, when you suggested that we cover this for the beginning of this new season, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I've seen it so many times. Um, But I just noticed how many intrusive thoughts she has throughout the whole movie that's such a, like, in situations, it's used as a a comedic device. It's like, you know, she's in a situation. She wants to introduce someone. She wants to say what she really thinks about them, and it's like something nasty. Um, And then, you know, she doesn't say that. Or, like, she's having a thought where she's thinking something horrible about herself while she's trying to interact. And I was like, wow, intrusive thoughts are such a major part of Bridget Jones' experience. And I thought it was really interesting because I think that really feeds into what you're talking about, which is, like, the part of her that cannot ask the question because her brain has already created the whole narrative
0: yeah yeah Bridget has such a wild imagination and I understand it because I'm in the same way where like especially like I find when I'm trying to be vulnerable again which like trying to be vulnerable after being like in a long relationship is really hard yeah and where like I'll say something that's like emotional to like a guy that I'm seeing and then maybe they don't answer for a few hours maybe they don't answer to the next day and I'm just like this whole like oh my god he does not want to hear about any of my emotions ever i should never talk about them ever and it's like like, you know actually
1: the answer to all of this is for me to shut down emotionally and never open up ever again and that is the answer and then they're like oh i'm so sorry i worked at 12 (laughs) and you're like oh (laughs) damn
0: yeah like like actually like i mentioned to you that i would had one of the people in my rotation referred to as the bear and i'd had this whole like thing with the bear and it was just because like i have like been emotional and then like he responded to it and I was like scared. And oh. then I was just like being weird about it. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was just, there was just like, there've been so many like conversations like that because I realized, and I think, you know, whether you're coming from a long-term relationship or not, you're afraid that whatever emotions you feel are too much. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. That's always such a natural fear is like, oh no, I got vulnerable, this person didn't respond right away, so they they think I'm, they're afraid of me, they think I'm annoying, they think I'm too much, they don't relate, they don't know how to respond. All these things. Whereas meanwhile, they might be in a position where they haven't seen the text, or they can't respond, or they want to, and they're trying to make sure they have the moment to respond right. And in your head, you're just condemning yourself for having a human feeling. <laughs> you're like, yes. oh, how dare I? Like, how, how dare, dare I, I have, have an
0: feeling? emotion? Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's so much of what is happening with Bridget in this movie, is like, her spiraling and also I mean it is a feedback loop and I think this in this movie specifically it relates to a weird intersection of like misogyny and like it's funny because she's young like she's 32 but there's like a weird ageism about like oh well you haven't done these things by this age
0: yeah everybody kind of like I don't it's it's hard to know if people treat her like an old maid or that's how she interprets every conversation because she she walks around (laughs) acting like being like in her early 30s is old as hell (laughs) even though like i don't know dude like you can't knit you can't cook you don't seem old to me
1: (laughs) it's so funny because i'm like yeah i'm like her eight, I mean, at thirty one, but I'm like, I don't feel old at all. Like, I don't think I seem old. So it's very funny to see this woman who's like, I'm so old. I'm like, sounds like a you problem. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> like, it's just like you're very, you're yeah. very
0: young. You have like, yeah. and it's still just like Renee Zellweger when she has like, she still has like baby fat and like, yeah. her che- like it's just like what?
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, it's totally put on. And so it is funny because there's this cartoonish feedback loop between the commentary she gets from people. Some of which is very much like, why aren't you married? Like, you're 32. You're a single woman. Why don't you have kids? Why aren't you married? And then just the, like, kind of, oh, you're not a good enough adult. And then her, and then also what you're saying is, like, her interpreting everything that way, even when they're not necessarily spelling it out. Exactly. So it's hard to know where it starts and stops. But that is this through line is, like, her experiencing other people telling her that she's not enough, she's not smart enough, she's not doing things fast enough. And because of that, even when people aren't telling her that, she is just like, oh, that's what you're telling me. And I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck, that's real. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Right. I'm like, oh, been there. I've been her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For cause, sure. Because, you know, Bridget, she works for a publisher. And uh, so we got uh, Daniel Cleaver, who who like works with her. And then there's Darcy who is like a human rights lawyer. And she's so intimidated by that. And so insecure about her own position at work. And also like, I think so much of Cleaver is not just that he's like very sexually aggressive with her, but because like he seems attainable in a way that Darcy does not seem attainable because like, he like he makes more money than Bridget and he's more successful than Bridget, but they essentially do the same thing.
1: Well, yeah, because it's like Cleaver, okay? Like, he's her boss. Like, you know, it's the whole, like, introduction is like, this is my boss, I shouldn't fuck him. And, like, she doesn't know if he even notices her. But, like you said, he is very attainable in the sense that once they actually start interacting, and, of course, he's a prick because he's her boss, and he, like, you know, demeans her. She, like, goes to work with, like, a see-through top and the bra, like, to impress him and everything. And it's, like he is attainable because he's not emotionally available and that's known. And so it's like, he is just down to fuck and flirt. Whereas with Colin Firth's character, it's a lot more like he's not attainable because Mark Darcy does want to get emotionally involved, but he's not trying to do that with you right now. Which
0: is why he's which is why he's so reserved and it's like he's so scared. And it's part yeah. of his like prejudice because like he makes a lot of assumptions about Bridget early on that aren't mm-hmm. really true based on like the fact that she she drinks and she smokes and she gets messy. And that's that's like another part of it that I really relate to <laughs> because I <laughs> I was talking to a guy the other day and he was like, he was just like, want to go and get some, get some tea together. And I was like, um, would you like to get an alcoholic beverage instead? Like, that's not what I said, but I was like, would you like to get a drink instead? He was like, oh, I, I, I don't drink. And I was like, oh, um, do you smoke weed? And he was like, no, I don't do that either. And I was like, oh, so you suggested tea because like, that's, that's like the Yeah And I was just like, like Oh
1: that's the thing that you that, do That's okay. the thing that
0: you do You drink
1: tea Yeah And
0: like I And I just remember being like I just feel like Such a fucking dirt bag Right
1: oh, now Oh I don't think he thought of you as a, I mean, No he
0: did I found out that he but didn't But you
1: felt that way And I get that And like that's enough Like that's enough to be like Maybe this isn't compatible Like if I feel like a dirt bag Even if you don't think I am one Maybe we shouldn't be together Or date Right right And like
0: Bridget's whole thing Well Darcy's whole thing With Bridget is that He does kind I think that she's a dirtbag. Which oh, like lends into sure. her in anxiety. And it's like it's because he's never really he's never really been in a position to need the coping mechanisms that she needs. And I noticed this with like People too were like, when they say that they don't drink, they don't smoke. And also like on dating apps, people can be very judgmental. It's like, Oh, I don't want to be with someone who smokes every day. And I like, I see that and I'm just like, okay, then I guess we're not dating because I do smoke every day. And at first I was like, Oh, maybe I should feel bad about smoking every day. But the thing is, is that like with the life that I've had and the experiences that I've had, me smoking a bowl every day is really not a big deal. No, it's
1: not. Like it's kind
0: of a miracle that I'm even like still on this earth. No, absolutely. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Like also I like genuinely am on the team of like um, smoking can be an anxiety treatment. Like absolutely. Like I've had therapists deny me anxiety meds and i was not like "Ooh, i want meds like i'm so excited to like use so many like i wasn't like yeah i'm gonna sell them like i was like i need these and they're like you seem fine and i was like okay i guess i'll just smoke weed since you're not listening to me <laughs> like you know like it is totally a medicine and can be used so obviously there's plenty of times where it's not that and that's fine too but like yeah i feel like i think when people assume like that smoking is immediately like I don't. Know. I just think yeah, there's they, a lot of they weird assist- ideas. Like, I had a therapist who like thought that I like couldn't function because I smoked, and I was like, No, it makes me function. Yeah, a lot of people like, who don't smoke think that. Like, they're just like, like, I'm not oh. even high most of the time when I smoke. I smoke a little bit just to help my anxiety, and then if I hang out with friends, I'll get high. like yeah, that's great. It's like, yeah, I'm you not, can like, smoke in the morning and not, not get high.
0: And even if you do get high in the morning, it's fine. There are yeah. times when, like, especially like while I was dealing with my breakup over the summer, I would. Me, it's so much
1: healthier than like drinking, which is another thing i do right yeah <laughs> like, like i yeah. i
0: would get up and i would have a joint with my friend because i was staying with one of my best friends laura which i'm saying her name because either we i love laura we love laura on the podcast big, a, big, we we stand laura we we really do and so like we she would roll joints and we would smoke them in the morning and even when she didn't want to smoke she would roll me a joint because she was like you need this and yeah and you know It really got me through the summer. Like, I don't know if I would have. And I mean, it helped that she also cooked for me. Um, But like, it was just, it was really nice. I slept better. It was easier for me too. Because it's like, there's so many emotions to process. And it's like, Bridget has a lot of emotions to process. I mean, Bridget, Bridget has definitely had a much easier life than me. But like, it's clear that she doesn't drink because like she's just like man it's time to get wasted like she's drinking because there's something going on with her and I
1: think it's very clear when you see how she interacts with people that she's not getting validated or heard like even her friends are kind of assholes oh her friends are huge assholes like her friends are all like kind of treat her like why would anyone like you you're a mess like they have such an attitude towards her I'm like Yeah, she's becoming more of a quote mess because you can't validate her or see her as a person. So she's like, okay, well now I'm more anxious, so I need to smoke or I need to drink to make myself feel a little less of the edge of the anxiety, which is a completely human response. Like, (laughs) yeah,
0: because it's yeah,
1: like none of all of her friends are assholes. It's like three people who think that they're better than her because like. I don't know. The women are skinnier than her. I don't. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I like, truly don't get it. Like,
0: everybody, the, all of her friends are really narcissistic, and it's 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 a problem. And I noticed this because, like, um, you know, <laughs> it reminds me of like I sometimes I compare Bridget's group of friends to. Um, the group of friends from Four Weddings and a Funeral. But the difference is in Four Weddings and a Funeral, I mean the original, not the Hulu show, who cares about that, um, is that you can tell that even though everyone's dysfunctional, you can tell how much they love each other. I mean, and part of it is that Four Weddings and a Funeral, you know,
1: mostly takes place at weddings where you are feeling very emotionally connected to everyone around you. Yeah, and it's like a socially acceptable place to be kind of gooey and vulnerable in that way. So even people who aren't good at that normally can like let that out.
0: Yeah, and
1: but- for but for
0: Bridget's friends it's like we never really get a moment where you feel like oh these are people who really love you yes and that's and that's a problem and i think that that's why bridget feels so uncomfortable with talking about her emotions with Darcy, a person who really actually wants to know where she's at emotionally. He wants some kind of fucking clue and she won't give him one. Yeah. And it's because she's a, she's afraid to really, you know, be herself around him. And you can kind of tell, I think about the scenes when they're in bed all the time. Like even when I was a kid, I was just like, Like, when I thought about, like, intimacy in bed, I would think a lot about, you know, when she, when Bridget, well, the two things that Bridget does that are just, like, cute and I totally understand the One, watching Darcy while he sleeps, which...
1: I do watch
0: people I hook up with while they I, sleep oh, okay. they I, look so
1: sweet. No, everybody looks like a little baby angel sleeping. Like, Alex looks so cute. I like, like, she's like, you're so creepy. I'm like, okay, but you look so cute. Like, just everybody so just so looks beautiful. like a precious, soft little baby when they sleep. It's and so if you're so listening horrible. to this and, you know, you woke up and I was taking pictures of you, like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but no, it's like, yeah, it's just cute. It's, it's, it's just, it's really cute. It's really
0: sweet. It's really pure. And it's also just like a person in their most vulnerable state. And it's like, you know, you can like fuck someone and be like, you know, you're hot and like you're bo- but there's an, there's like another layer to it where it's like, you get to see them as like it's a, a human be- Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really important. So like, I always loved that about Bridget and I also, but I also love when Darcy's just like, stop looking at me and find something to do. Well, yeah. Cause like, I
1: feel like that's also like, I've been on the other side of it, too, where, like, like I'm not a morning person. I'm grumpy in the morning. And I, like, woke up. And this was before my current relationship. The person I was, like, hooking up with was just, like, very, like... Morning person, like watching me, like smiling, like hi, and I was like so pissed off. I was like, don't fucking look at me. And yeah, (laughs) unfortunately, I also get that side of it.
0: (laughs) And unfortunately, I'm that person now. Now that I live alone, I get up at like seven a.m. every morning. A true
1: menace to society. Like clockwork. So no, I was
0: going out with someone the other day, and I told them that, and they were just like, "You are an insane person." Yeah. (laughs) What is wrong? And it's just I don't know. I'm just in a different part of my life, anyway. So that. So then the other thing is Bridget is trying to get dressed, but she doesn't want Darcy to see. So she goes under her blanket and he's just like, why are you doing that? That's weird. And she's just like, I don't want you to see my wobbly bits. And he says, you know, I, I, have, I have high regard for your wobbly
1: bits. <laughs> I love that line. It's so, so good. It's It's so so British, but, like, in a delightfully British way. Like, I have high regard for your wobbly bits. That is, like, a... That is like a white British man's wop. I, like, that is I like truly, <laughs> just like, truly like uh, if a British man told me that,
0: like yeah, I would, would like, be like, I'd be popping the pussy like yeah, immediately. Yeah, he has a
1: high regard for the Yeah. Nothing,
0: and, and that's, I mean, and that's been such an interesting thing that I've been having. Like now that I'm like sleeping with different people and like dating it's like, I mean, I'm not, I don't have any issue with being naked, but I still kind of hate my body a lot of the time. And so sometimes I'll be like changing or something, and they'll just be like, You're really hot. And I'm just like, <laughs> 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 And like, You're like so, are you
1: sure? And they're like, Oh my um, God. Yes, I'm one time, sure.
0: <laughs> uh, one time with the bear, it was so weird. Cause like, we had had sex like a bunch of times. Like, we had had sex for maybe like five hours straight. It was Ooh, like fucking ridiculous. Yes. And but then we were in bed, and I was just like, so do you think that
1: I'm hot? (laughs) I love you, but what a dumb question after having sex for five hours. Like, I would, if I was him, I would be so annoyed at you. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? you fucking kidding, obviously. I'd be like, you fucking,
0: Jesus Christ. It was so funny because, like, we've talked about it more than once. So we talked about it that initially, and then, like, he just kind of laughed at me because, I mean, you know, I guess that's how a normal person responds. And then we were texting about it, and he was just like, okay, Okay, let me guess. It's a situation where you think that you're cute, but not hot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was just like, how do you know?
1: Yeah, he was like, I have Studied the roads <laughs> On which we are now traveling We're really we're, we're fans of the bear On the Bad Romance podcast yeah, We love the bear I don't know if he listens But um, <laughs> You know Probably better if he doesn't No right? yeah
0: I don't I don't I do not he know that that he he's gonna be A main character He this very season. much respects
1: my boundaries Which I
0: appreciate We love that for him My whole rotation does Very Good. Very okay.
1: respectful That's what's They up. will
0: only look at my tweets Or something If I ask them to <laughs> Like, if you're
1: like I need your feedback On like What is happening on the internet yeah, right but like, but if I don't ask like they
0: don't. And it's very refreshing. You love that. Uh so yeah, so Bridget, she's she's got Cleaver who wants to fuck. She's got Darcy who clearly wants something deeper. And then she's got her, you know, smoking and drinking and fucking around, which is like so relatable. Like the older I get, the more that cause when I was a kid, I was like, oh my god, when I'm an adult, I hope I'm gonna be more put together than this. And now that I'm an adult and realize that I am not, everything that she does, like like yesterday I flooded my bath. Bathroom because I forgot to put the shower liner into the tub when I turned the shower on. <laughs> so I turned the shower water on. I walked into the other room. I started looking through my DVDs because I was trying to think what am I gonna watch? And I get out of the shower and I come back and there's fucking water everywhere.
1: <laughs> and oh my it's God, like, this love... is this is it's like a pretty Like Jones this is what moment. it's like to be an adult. Yeah. Like that. It's just Fucking up yeah all the absolutely. time. every day a new fucking thing it's
0: like ordering 7-eleven at midnight because you really want some gummy bear
1: yeah <laughs> like sometimes that's what
0: you need to get through and that's what you do oh my god the other day i had like two boxes of pizza rolls and then i was sick the whole next day and then i was so embarrassed to tell anyone that that's why <laughs>
1: i love that so much that's so funny <laughs> like i can't let them know this is too vulnerable <laughs> i just could not stop you're gonna find out rolls. about the pizza rolls and they're gonna like judge me hardcore <laughs> damn
0: i mean to just be, like that to be fair much in sitcom fashion when i got here my stove you could work like two burners on the stovetop then the yeah. other two burners didn't work. And then you couldn't put anything into the stove and heat it up either. It was just like this whole. So I was just like, I don't know. Cooking is
1: like really stressful because I don't know what to do. Like I was heating this up. It sounds way more complicated than it needs to be, which like you don't need that extra step with cooking. I was. Okay, so like when I was heating
0: up pizza while my stove didn't work, I would put it in like i would put it in a frying pan and put some olive oil and then i would heat it up
1: (laughs) yeah because
0: that was like the only way that i could figure out to do it and like it still like ended up it's like a thing where like the cheese was just the right temperature but then the crust would be kind of burned but but i would still be eating it and i was just doing i mean it's pizza like it's still good like the cheese
1: is hot you're fine right
0: and now i have a stove but it runs on, they, the, the stove that they ordered for some reason runs on AA batteries. Yes. And my, <laughs> and my landlord was just like, he, while he was installing it, he's just like, this is fucking stupid. I'm going to get you one that plugs into the wall. And it You're was like, like, thank fucking God, because I need
1: this. It was like, it has to, you have to put in eight AA batteries to run this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like, how am I using batteries for my fucking kitchen? And, like, my what? soup,
0: my super is, like, the son of the landlord. And then the person who ordered the stove is, like, another son of the landlord. So they were in my kitchen. Yeah, like, and one of them was just, like, being, like, what fucking stove did you order? What the fuck yes. is this? And I'm just in the other room just, like, man, I can't get high until these some bullshit. my apartment. <laughs> some absolute bullshit. Like, the whole time, one time they walked out because they were, like, trying... Trying to get another part for the stove, and I was just like, "Okay, let me pack this real quick and small." Right when I was like putting the lighter
1: on, here they come! They're back. It's, like, it's Oh
0: my god! It's like no. I can't smoke weed while the supers are in here, but they were just in here, and it's like I'm I'm Jamaican. I've mentioned this a couple times before. Well, now I live in a Jamaican neighbor, a uh, Caribbean neighborhood and uh my landlord and her sons are all Haitian and so it's just like two Haitian men like sucking their teeth back and forth to each other loudly for like an hour <laughs> like and it's just like dude Like, as much as, like, culturally I appreciate this, Uh, this energy is so annoying.
1: Beautiful. That's so funny. You're like, actually, no. Actually, I don't know if I want to live near my people. No heart. (laughs) Heart emoji. Oh, my God. You're like, this is actually too intimate for me. I do not appreciate being seen.
0: Yeah. My main, Um, like, since since my super doesn't, my supers don't um, (laughs) listen to the podcast, my main super, his name is Franz. And
1: Franz is just like <laughs> a loose cannon. Franz is like, listen, if you fucking piss me off, that's the whole thing. It's just, just yeah. imagine a
0: middle-aged Haitian man named Franz. Like, that's not a dude that you want to fuck. No, with. I
1: already feel like I know him. <laughs> I feel
0: like I've met him. <laughs>
1: Franz is like do you want to hear a story and you're like I don't have an hour but love you
0: <laughs> honestly the only thing that would make Bridget Jones more realistic is if she was like arguing with her landlord about something like, I was
1: actually like in this rewatch I was like where's the landlord because that we need that we need that in this because <laughs> she like has her own apartment and I it's so wild because like
0: she treats it like it's so depressing but it's so big
1: <laughs> it's so big like water. Right? <laughs> like what the hell? Like you you have enough
0: space to host a dinner party, bitch? I cannot imagine. Girl. <laughs> like And it's like it doesn't matter if the soup is blue, dude. Like and also, also that. the mistake that she made with using the blue
1: string is and a mistake that I would totally make. I mean it's such a natural mistake. Like I like I just felt like Bridget Jones is surrounded by a bunch of fucking pricks. Like one of my biggest takeaways from this rewatch, I mean I knew this in the other viewings was just like her friends are bad, her coworkers are mostly toxic. Like there's a reason that when Colin Firth is into her, aka Mr. Darcy, Mr. Darcy. Darcy. She doesn't know how to even interact with him in a way that's not completely, like, neurotic because, like, she has not interacted with anyone who actually accepts her. It's so wild, too,
0: because, like, you know, when she shows up at the party and she's dressed up like the bunny and she's so, like, insecure about it because everybody's being an asshole about it. Like, I'm just, like... She looks hot. She looks amazing. I don't know why everybody's being so fucking I think they're.
1: I think they're weird because she looks hot and fun and they look boring as fuck.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was thinking was about it hot too. Take. I was like,
1: they all look so, like they're all wearing the same sweater. Yes. Everybody
0: like, just looks so
1: boring. Even like, like they're so aggressively whole milk white, like British. Like I was like, Jesus Christ. Like at least she has ears on. Like y'all are. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. asleep. Like I'm asleep.
0: And and as many a scholar has pointed out, legally blonde has a very similar scenario, and it's just like I love this idea of just like in 2001, just like short hot women just trying to have a good time, and everybody being like, "No, you're short. Absolutely. We hate and you have you're curves. short,
1: and your tits are out, and you have ears on. We, we hate that you have tits. <laughs> the, the rest of the council has decided that we reject that about you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is so funny because. Is like Legally Blonde Completely tried to do The same thing Yeah yeah. Years later it's, yeah. No
0: it's They came out the same year Yeah
1: it's, <laughs> Which is so oh, interesting to really? me Really oh my god I always Thank thought you. Legally Blonde Was like 2005 No Blowing my mind Same year Now yeah. I gotta see Which one was technically first I mean I know They were being developed The same time So it doesn't matter So like Legally I, Blonde Was released in July And Bridget Jones Was released in April Okay Okay so Bridget they're both Jones They're pre-9-11
0: movies Right yes They're yeah. both pre-9-11 so like and what's funny is that because there's also this conflict where they she finds out that um, Cleaver is hooking up with another woman who is like much skinnier and like the way that Bridget frames this woman in her head is to be fair the way that everyone frames her and it's just like this thing where it's just like this is this is the ideal kind of woman and I'm just like short and like like, curvy, and, like, this is, like, a tall, like, woman, and even when I was a kid, and now, I'm just, like, this woman is perfectly lovely, but, like, you have, like, something to hold on to, like, yeah. if you're fuck, like, like, a man, he can grip onto something, like, that's, yeah, that's worth something, and it's, like, I remember the scene where she Where she's trying to figure out if Cleaver is cheating and then she opens the door and then she sees the skinny woman and she's got, like, a newspaper or
1: book or something. Yeah, it's, like, well, it's, like, a work-related, like, it, this makes it even grosser. It's like a work related like presentation file like, and it's like all over in front it like covering her tits bits, you and bits and like
0: we're and we're supposed to be like, oh my God, look at this amazingly hot woman And the only thing and that she I has got glasses is, like,
1: on but they're like on her nose like very like, I'm a hot librarian. Like, yeah, I was just yeah. like this
0: just looks like a librarian and then, like not even like a librarian that like, like librarians would,
1: like, are hot by the way, we love you. but it's just like she just looks regular
0: like. And it's like Bridget's so much of Bridget's issue is that like she thinks that she looks regular and that everybody else looks amazing and where it's like everybody just kind of looks regular and she looks different. Yes and it's different in a good way it's different in an interesting way but she doesn't really see it that way cuz she's just like why can't i be skinny like all of my friends cuz that's the only thing all of her friends are skinny
1: <laughs> yes absolutely and they're all like skinny in a way that's very obviously like they think that it's a they think that it's a thing that makes them better you know like there is a whole like there's a scene where she comes to her friends and she's telling them it's after Darcy admits that he has a crush on her right and he's yeah. like I like you like I know you don't think that but like I do and like I see you and I think you're smart like I think you're weird in a cool way all these things so she's like venting to her friends because she's trying to figure out how she feels because she's just kind of like yeah. had this whole thing with with Daniel Cleaver but then they ran into the woman you know she caught the, the skinny woman with a presentation and so yeah. she's like betrayed but then now this other cute guy that she thought thought she was stupid is like I like you she tells her friends this and their first response their first response is not how do you feel or oh my god that's great or wow that's a lot their first response is as you are one of them goes as you are not thinner not with a different nose I was like what the fuck what yeah was literally just- she goes not thinner not with a smaller nose that's what one of her friends says and then Bridget Jones Not even, not even phased by that because her friends are so shitty that she's just used to it. She's just like, yeah, and they're all like, wow, that's crazy. Someone would like you because you're so disgusting. (laughs) You, Renee Zellweger, are so vile. We can't, as your quote friends, we can't believe anyone would would want to fucking be with you. I was like, what? It's so weird. Like even when like there was the whole like controversy about like her face
0: looking different and people talking about like she got work done or like whatever. Like who gives a shit? She's always been hot she will always be hot like this is
1: stupid <laughs> yeah absolutely and it's like you know we have covered literally hundreds of these movies right and we have talked about a lot of these movies where the main character has a body insecurity or like the movie claims that this woman is too fat or her body is bad and like many of the times we break down the fact that like this woman is like like obviously she's great And also, like, she's a small size as well, so there's just so many levels going on. But in the other movies we've critiqued, they usually at least have one friend who believes in them or who's, like, on their side. But in this movie, Bridget Jones doesn't. Like, all of her friends agree with the toxic messages that she's taken in. I feel like the other movies, there's at least one friend who's like, fuck it, you know? (laughs) Like, go get that date. But in this movie, all her friends are like, you remember that you're ugly, right? Like, that's their vibe. Mm Mm-hmm. It's wild.
0: It's really weird because, like, the movie really wants us to like her friends.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Is if it, it would be one thing if it felt very clear that the movie... Because I do think one of the interesting things... And we talked about this with the sequel. Because with the sequel, it's a lot more obvious that it feels like it's trying to be satirical, but it doesn't quite succeed. And I think with the first one, it's a lot more not satirical because the jokes are just in the story. But there's moments where it's hard to tell if it's trying to be satirical. Like, it's hard to tell if it's trying to make the friends cartoonishly mean to make a point, or if, like, we're just supposed to accept them as mean. And I think that's where. It- doesn't do as or well, or if
0: or if the or if the filmmakers don't think that her friends are mean at all, and just thinks they're that they're just, just like just well, regular this is obviously people. what you would
1: say to someone. This is like and there's that too.
0: <laughs> Every yeah, because like everyone is so aggressive with her all the time, and it's really interesting because like she's not Bridget isn't like okay, so she gets drunk and okay, so she smokes a lot of cigarettes, but like Bridget is generally like a nice person, and she doesn't usually like talk too much or like get into people's space or anything. Like, so it's always just weird. Just like everybody's like going after this, like pretty quiet person.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's time. not starting conflict with anyone. Like, and, and she's good at her job. I mean, like when she leaves her work because of everything that goes down, you know, with uh fucking cle Daniel Cleaver, AKA Hugh. Yeah, she gets another job pretty quickly. Yeah, she, she gets another job. She does well. Like, she gets in the newspaper for her journalism, for her television journalism. And so it's clear that she's competent, but even in the way she expresses that, she's not, like, a social climber. She's not stepping on people's heads. She's not, like, putting other people down. It's just, like, people don't want to see her win really what it feels like
0: yeah because it's because it's almost just like everyone's energy is well we did everything right we're as skinny as we're supposed to be we're as successful as we're supposed to be and we don't get these things so when Bridget gets these things it's just like what the fuck is going on like everybody's so indignant about it (laughs) no absolutely especially like when she starts
1: hanging out with Darcy like going out with Darcy everybody's just like what Well, yeah, because everybody. You? Well, it's interesting because it's like it's supposed. This is in London. This isn't a major city. This is supposed to be like the cool, hip people. But she has such a towny group of friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't mean like I'm sure listeners know what I'm saying. I'm not. That doesn't have to do with actually where you live. But it's like the way that they act is very like we all have the same exact goal, and our same goal is that you have to be a certain size, you have to get married. All these things have to happen by a certain age. Otherwise, you're not successful. Like, your your house or your apartment needs to look a certain way. It's a very suburban, we need to have the same long kind of energy. And so it's interesting because I'm like, this is supposed to be in London. And, like, there's plenty of American movies that have the same kind of energy as far as the main character needs to get married by a certain age or whatnot. Yeah, But usually they at least have one or two friends who are... Not in that mindset, but in this, it's kind of stuff for energy in the sense that all of the friends, everybody seems to be like a white, thin, straight couple who wants to have a nice apartment with good furniture in London. And that's it. That's it. There's no nobody else. So like Bridget is the wacky person and she's just like a blonde lady who's single. (laughs) <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. like she's just like a blonde lady with tits who's single, she's and they're really, like, You're crazy. She's You're really like ridiculous. Just
0: fucking chilling, man. Yeah. Like, every second, like whenever she has a
1: cigarette, I'm just like, ma'am, same girl. <laughs> yeah, like she's like, just like, why is everyone I'm around so boring and insufferable? Every, yeah,
0: why is everybody being such a fucking weirdo all the time? And like, you know, it was almost like when Wouldn't it be really comforting if we just found out, oh, she just sees the world this way, and people don't carry on like this, but they do. They really do. Which reminds me, we didn't talk about her mom. I love Bridget's mom. Like oh, she's second,
1: fantastic. The
0: older I get, the more that it's just like, I get this. She's chick. actually
1: the main character for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's so good. So Bridget's mom, who's played by Gemma Jones, uh, you know, classic British actress, Gemma Jones. Actually, if you watch Emma Knight, she is in that as Kate Winslet's mom. And I was just very happy to see her. Anyway, so she is upset with Bridget's dad jim broadbent because she feels neglected she feels like there's no passion in their relationship anymore she worries that he's not attracted to her anymore so she leaves him and starts like fucking this guy who like basically like is um, (laughs) works for this like qvc kind of channel where they just like sell a bunch of like overpriced shit to old people and she just like starts like fucking him and it's like his main thing is that, like, he's tan, and I guess that's really big in Britain. I guess there's not a lot of tan people.
1: Well, they don't have great immigration laws either. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's a huge problem, too, and, like, Brexit and, like, you know. Um <laughs> Sorry, I had to make it depressing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so she's, like, trying to, she's, like, enjoying sex for, like, for the first time in a while, and she's just, like, really trying to, like, live her best life, and meanwhile, Jim Broadbent, who, like, Bridget, Clearly relates to a little bit more. Jim Redmond's just like man, like I don't know. Like I thought that things were cool. I don't know what she, <laughs> what she wants. Yes. And like Bridget doesn't know either because Bridget doesn't know what she, what she personally wants. So how would she know? Like how what would she know what wants? her
1: mom wants? Like her mom is pretty good at expressing herself and her needs, and I love that about her. But like. she's so good at naming why she's unhappy. And I think that's amazing because Bridget doesn't know how to do that yet. So in many ways, I'm like, even though the mom is supposed to be this comedic foil, I also think she kind of shows Bridget. Yeah. You got to figure out what you need, hon. Uh,
0: Yeah, no, I I love that woman. I really do. And that, and that's of course resolved when like basically Jim Broadbent realizes, Oh, she wants you to say you're hot. I still fancy you, like, I like, I, do you still fancy me? <laughs> Would yes. like,
1: you pay attention to me? Ah, yes. like, I, I love, I
0: love that British phrase "fancy." Like, I like, know, I can't wait like to be like, I'm gonna be like fifty, and I'm just gonna suddenly just be like with whoever I'm with, like, do you fancy? Me? Yeah, like, like where did like, like, these come are from. the
1: words that we're using? Right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: just like, <laughs> yeah, um, and then finally, like, he's just like. His whole his whole response is basically like, duh. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, what the like- fuck? Like- and it's just like, dude. Like you gotta tell her. Like she's not a mind reader. No, man.
1: and like you telling her once five years ago does not mean she still feels that way. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, like it's a it's a like thing. It's you a habit. Be,
0: you gotta be consistent. Just you gotta because, tell people how you just feel. Just because you wake up every morning and you're just like, man, I'm lucky as shit. Like if you don't say that out that loud, that person doesn't sometimes. know. Yeah, and you, you, you don't might know. think,
1: oh, they should obviously be so confident and no, because I know they're fantastic. That doesn't mean they know. That doesn't mean they know because they're living with them. Themselves in a different way true 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 true
0: I, I also feel like we have to like we couldn't even because we we've, we've been talking for a bit and we don't and like we're getting to the hour mark quickly but I feel like we should talk about how amazing. The Darcy and Cleaver fight is.
1: Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the
0: best moments in cinema. Like, every single time, I was like, oh my god, the yeah. fight is about no, to No, the happen. fight,
1: like... I'm I get like, excited every time. I'm actually like... <laughs> okay this is hot like this is like, like i love it no like i love hot. it because these are two
0: british men who were obviously like went to private school yes and like everything and so they don't Silver know spoon all of that so they don't know how to fight but no. they're trying their best and the way that they they're do like it like is rumbling. So they're like
1: rumbling funny. in the field together like that's like their vibe they're just like oh no I'm scuffing up your scarf sometimes like, they're just like slapping each other yeah <laughs> like I just I, like I half expect one of them to like throw a piece of gold at the other one like that's <laughs> the energy they have it's so extra and it's so funny to watch and then also just watching Renee Zellweger's face and she's like <gasps> because she's like she's totally conflicted right because she's like oh no stop but then she's like no, she's it's like great. Oh, like, stop! No, stop. It's- oh boy, stop! Oh wait, I love this. Okay, like, wait, but like, 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 like stop. But like, okay, this attention the is the fact great. that like, they're like, actually does like- not know how to <laughs> handle it. Like the fact that they're actually
0: fighting each other and not like having their butlers fight each other. On, like their behalf, No, like-
1: this is the most like actual work they've done. Yeah, like, this is actual physical work that they have done in their lives because it- you know they just grew- they never worked a fucking job until they graduated college and just immediately got a job that was like handed to them. Yes. You know, they never, they never pay their dues in any way. So this is like the most hands on work they've ever done. Yeah and it's
0: just it's it's, it's immaculate so, it's
1: gorgeous it's so good it's so
0: beautiful and it's like it's so stupid it's just like a beautiful stupid moment it's so stupid well cuz it's like Bridget really needs to know that she's attractive and like it's kind of like it says a lot about our society that this
1: fight needed to happen for her to realize it but like oh i mean yeah this is a lot about like <laughs> you know beauty being tied to a woman's value and then the way people devalued her like there's a lot to unpack here
0: yeah but she just like i the whole time i was just like good for you yeah
1: <laughs> this is great. let me these both <laughs> both like obnoxious men in very different ways like yeah you know you can argue for either if what whatever angle you want to take but like ultimately they both deserve to slap each other
0: oh yeah absolutely. like that is how i feel yeah and like
1: yeah should Ideally, you know, should Bridget Jones figure out her relationship with herself in a healthier way than watching these men fight? Absolutely. But am I okay with watching them fight while she figures that out? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. absolutely. They should yes. brawl. Yeah. It's while really- she figures out how to, like have a relationship with her body outside of other people's perception or like in lieu of them or whatever
0: yeah and i do love that by the end her and darcy grow like and you can tell it in really like the final sequence where they've had sex and then he reads her diary and in her diary she had talked shit about him and so then she see she like comes into the room she sees that her diary is open she's like oh no he knows that i wrote shit about him and then she just like runs out into the snow when like barely any clothes which like girls same like when she does i'm just like i would totally do this yeah i would totally do because i was just like no no i refuse to have this british dick out of my life we have to fight we're fighting absolutely um And then to find out that he just, like, went to buy her a new diary and, like, isn't mad at all. It's just, like, the Darcy at the beginning of the movie would not roll this way.
1: (laughs) No, not at all. Like, the man has changed. The man has... He's got some feelings, which is he's, he's, he's deeply embedded in those feelings. That is what has happened. Yeah, because like
0: he was—that means that he was able to look at the diary, realize, okay, I was kind of shitty.
1: Yeah, and
0: then you know, basically, like get her a gift, right? Absolutely. And it's and it's really like buying someone a diary is like so emotional because you are basically saying. That you intend to be a part of their life Because every single time they open it They're going to think of you And that's what he wants and Yeah like, he's like
1: I want to be part of your daily life moving forward So whether it's morning or night That you decide to write down your thoughts I'm going to be part of that Even if I'm not there in the house I am part of the life The daily life It's really The nitty gritty it's, 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 it's a romantic Yeah life. it's really beautiful <laughs> Oh my god I really <laughs> like it Oh Darnate
0: I love you <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, oh. I, I love this I love this movie a yeah. lot and it's,
1: like, it's a movie that like you grow with it yeah yeah totally I remember being Re- like, watching and- it as like a 10 year old or a 15 year old or yeah. like and then watching it as a 20 year old then watching it as a 25 and then watching it when you're actually like around her age is such a fascinating like my way of Relating to people is so different than the first time I watched the movie. Like, I was fully just like, ooh, everything's like a cool magic thing when I was a kid. I was like, whoa. And And I I I liked Bridget, but I definitely was like, "Yeah, she's a mess." Cool. Yeah. And now I'm like,
0: I used to think she was a mess too. It's like, like, why? She actually (laughs)
1: has a really good career.
0: Like she's (laughs) actually doing great. Like, okay, she smokes some cigarettes. Okay, she gets drunk. But you know what? She doesn't have to worry about her rent. That's paid
1: on time. Yeah, money is never an issue for her. I'm like, okay, that's a big ass plot point.
0: And it's like she's not. She's not rich. Like she is like a regular person getting by. Yeah, you feel this like.
1: Yeah, like where she's it's like she doing doesn't her have job. anything
0: too fancy, but she's like
1: okay, she's fine. Yeah. yeah, no, and that's beautiful. It's a fun movie to grow with, and like we've covered the sequels. Um, yeah, I, So you know, if you're a new listener, if you're just jumping on with us now, or you jumped on in the last year, if you want to like follow up this episode, you can you can search. We have an Edge of Reason episode um, where we, we 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 talk about the less good sequel um which is still there's a lot to talk about there
0: yeah and I feel like you know eventually we're gonna talk about Bridget Jones's baby um especially because like I am a person I turned 27 and immediately um got baby fever and even though like now I'm single like I still want a baby like that whole like that's it was a it was an interesting thing where it's like I realized like this is just a thing that I want whether another person is there or not yeah
1: yeah And like That's a big thing to realize Yeah
0: Yeah So I mean We will definitely be
1: talking about it Because I have a lot of emotions about babies Um. I mean I love I don't want one But I love them Big, big auntie energy over I here. I noticed that,
0: like, all of my friends, like, you don't want a baby. Laura doesn't, like, want a baby. And it's just like, oh, my God. Like, so many of my best friends don't want babies, which I no. guess is going to be good because I'm just going to have, like... You'll
1: have a lot of aunties. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, like, I've worked with i worked with kids a lot. Like, I, I've been a nanny. I've worked at daycares. I've worked in baby rooms. I've worked as a camp counselor. I've, like, volunteered at art museums with kids. Like, I love kids. But because I've worked with them, I also know that I don't want to be a parent because, like, it's a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm aware that that's... Yeah, like, I, I, I think parents are amazing. I love kids. But normally, we tell people a better movie to watch, but we wanted to kick off this fresh season with a movie that we think you should watch. So if you somehow haven't seen Bridget Jones diary, you should watch it. Cause it's delightful.
0: And if you haven't seen it in a while, watch it again, because it's one of those movies where like the older you like, as you get older, it's going to feel different to you. Your relationship is going to really, you know, like change and evolve with it. And I think that that's, one of the ways that like makes it such a classic rom-com because it's so relatable. Like, even though it's like a bunch of white people, none of them have any issues with money. Like it's still, there's just still so much there. That's like where you can just watch it and be like, you know, girl, same.
1: And also a lot of the individual joke writing, like a lot of the one-liners you can pull out are, are still really clever. Yeah. Um, and like, even the way that it talks about like global politics is actually really clever. So even though you can be like, oh God, I'm watching this woman like, you know, spiral because she's single at 32 or like, because trying to lose weight or whatever. And maybe you're like, this feels outdated. Like there's a lot of elements that really hold up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's great. It's really good. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back here with Bronwyn in this whole like uh, people keep on like texting me like ever since my breakup, just being like, wow, you're turning the page. It's a ah, new chapter. This is the
1: page. The this page is, is turning. You're turning uh, the page. This is so, a
0: fucking new page. So. What's up? So this. So it's. It's a it's a big deal to be back, and I was worried that like emotionally I would not be able to do this anymore. And yeah. I'm so glad that I can, and I'm really um happy like you know that people are still really interested in the podcast, and still you know I've been wanting more episodes. I've been like asking where we are. Like it's it's really really nice, and yes, I'm glad that I was finally able to pull it together. <laughs>
1: Totally, like I love you so much, and I love recording with you. Yeah, I love. So let's you do a too. little love fest on here, Yay. and I'm excited to record again because it's so fun to be like, oh, I just need to watch this movie for the podcast. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah. I got to watch this movie that I totally would watch anyways. So. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, you probably know where to find us, but we're all streaming. You know, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes. We love reviews. If you want to leave us stars, you can leave us words if you want. You don't have to do that. We have Patreon. We have different levels. If you want to access bonus episodes, newsletters, leave requests. If you are someone who's a patron who hasn't received, you know, your request yet or you're waiting on more bonus episodes, We love you. We're so appreciative of your patience and we're gonna get all that out as well. And yeah, I just hope you're all like taking care of yourselves. If you need to get a depression lamp as it gets darker out, do that. Remember to like drink water, be nice to yourself, log off when needed. I am Bronwyn Isaac. I'm Jordan Searles. We love you. Bye. Bye.
0: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, back it up, back it up, uh uh yeah, let's go this drug.